Welcome everyone to a new episode of the Caring Support Podcast. Um, today is a wonderful day. Me and James, you already know James because he's my amazing partner in every episode. Um, me and James today are going to be interviewing Tracy Lamb, who is an amazing entrepreneur um, and the owner of Smart Caregiving, which is an amazing company that she will be speaking about uh, today. And also she will be speaking about the journey of a caregiver, a family caregiver, um, and a lot of valuable content for all of you. So James, take it away. Thanks a lot. And welcome, Tracy. Thank uh, and thank you, Laura. Um, Laura is a sweetheart. She does a great job every single day. And uh, it, it's wonderful to work with such amazing people. So knowing amazing people, you know, we connected initially on LinkedIn and everything, and then we just built this relationship, Tracy, and I've been very impressed with you since, you know, inception, of course, but we have some questions for you. Uh, so let's get started. Uh, so, you know, I know that when you built all your networks and all the stuff you did with smart caregiving, did you ever like imagine or envision that it would be as successful as, you know, what you would maybe ideally were hoping for, or did it exceed all of your aspirations and dreams? Oh, it's already exceeded far by far my aspirations and dreams, um, even just with where it's at today. Uh, I started the company three years ago. Uh, it was a concept I came up with while I was working at hospice for 15 years. I knew that patients uh, and families taking care of moms and dads and siblings or special needs children at home had tons of questions. You know, they would call us constantly at hospice wanting to know what to do and they would say well who do i call and there was nobody that i could give them an answer to and so several years later i have been an entrepreneur in the past and uh several years later i got divorced and i had some free time and i was just like you know i want to do something i know i have all this information i've worked in the medical field for almost 20 years now and i have all this information and know about all these various resources that actually can help people um, they've helped me personally, being a caregiver, even for my own parents, and it, it didn't seem right that all these people that I know are going through the same journey that I am, you know, didn't have anybody to call and find out about the same things that I knew about. So that was kind of where the concept came from. And honestly, I mean, I live in Tampa, Florida, and I was just going to be happy if I could kind of help Floridians, you know, <laughs> just kind of help my my small circle uh, of, of people. Um, I had no idea that literally within 90 days of me launching the company, I would go global, um, that companies from around the world um, would get hear, hear about me um, through LinkedIn and would start contacting me and saying they love the idea and that they wanted to be involved and you know it was so desperately needed i mean i had absolutely no concept it would end up doing that and it's just been amazing to me not only the reception that i've gotten from caregivers but also even the, the reception even more importantly that i've gotten from companies even such as yours or others that are already kind of in the caregiving field in some capacity and they're like oh my goodness this desperately is needed you know and and you know it's not a it's not a huge phenomenal concept the problem is is that nobody ever just decided to do it you know it's one of those things of you know you see a problem and you just decide i'm going to do it and i told people from the initial get-go 
even if nobody else believes in it, I believe in it, you know, yeah. and so and that's great. So that kind of speaks a little bit to one of the next questions, and that is, you know, what's the value proposition? What's the uniqueness behind your business that, you know, kind of separates you? And, and you, know, you know, clearly you saw an opportunity to help other people. It led with that, which is the most pure, authentically beautiful way to do that. Um, and I love doing that myself. And, you know, and I'm surrounded by amazing people that that think the same way on our team. So. Tell us a little bit about that, like the, you know, the unique, the unique attributes of smart care gaming. Sure. Um, so there's a lot of companies out there that, um, okay, so if a patient has Alzheimer's, they can call like an Alzheimer's group or an Alzheimer's foundation, and they can find out all the different resources to help with Alzheimer's. Same thing with like cancer. Somebody gets cancer, you know, there's all different resources to help for cancer. The problem is, is that if you're the average person, and I'm going to use myself as an example because I know me best, <laughs> but like, for example, my father, my father has had congestive heart failure and COPD for the last probably 15 years. Okay, you can live with both of those, but they're both terminal. And what a lot of people don't know is as long as you have a terminal disease uh, and you're declining, you can actually get into hospice. My father was in hospice three different times and he he was alive and got revocated out. People think you only call hospice when, you know, they're three days from dying and then they're out the door. And that is so not true. Hospice can help people in so many capacities. And that's one of the huge misnomers that I try and educate people with. But going back to the differences is that just the average person that has somebody like me, like your dad, you know, he doesn't have cancer, he doesn't have Alzheimer's, he's just declining and he's not doing well and he needs help. And how do I get that help? And who do I call? There was nobody to call. And people that are my age that are taking care of parents, um, particularly and older, um, they like to call. <laughs> We live in a text world and we live in an electronic world, but people like to talk on the phone and they like to hear somebody say, OK, it's going to be OK. Right. And let me tell you what you can do. And there literally is no company in the United States and or I even think worldwide that allows you to call about any question, anytime, from anywhere about anything. Now, we don't give medical advice. That's the right. only thing we don't do. But other than that, we guide you through all the medical questions, all the health care questions. And if you have any kind of question that we don't have the answer for, then within 24 to 48 hours, we will get the answer and we will call you back. Yeah. So it gives them peace of mind and it lets them feel like I'm not alone. And there are other people that have these same issues just like me. And that it gives them somebody that, and because situations change literally daily. And yeah. so for people to be able to call on a daily, weekly, sometimes even an hourly basis and be able to say, well, this is happening now. Who do I call? What do I do about this? And to actually have somebody on the other end of the phone that can say, not a problem. I can tell you who you can call to help you with that. I mean, that's, it's like, it's like a huge burden off so many people. And that's what separates me. They're lit, we're trademarked as the only company doing what we're doing. And the other thing that, that um, we do is we also offer, and this is kind of coincides with everything, we offer a worldwide directory of companies like yours and others that offer products and services that help those people. So basically what we do, 
for lack of a better word, it's like an Angie's list for caregivers. And so we, we're the connector, we connect the two. So if a company needs something, we say, oh, you know what? We have a company that does that. We have a company that can help you with that. Here's the name of the company. Here's their phone number. Here's the contact name. Call them. They can help you with that. That's really great. I mean, uh, well, be sure to share all this stuff with our network, of course, when uh, when this is uh, you know officially uh, released. Um, what's interesting too is that, and this this plays into one of the questions, of course, is it's like these are your a lot of your resources that are at your disposal that you give people access to, whether it's another company that offers a service or whatever. But I must tell you, I'm a huge fan of building relationships, and Absolutely. and I tell people that singularly one of the most greatest things you can do because you have so much opportunity to do beautiful things yeah. uh, in the care of others. So, yes. you know, so I think that's really wonderful, Tracy, and I can tell that with you because what's really annoying is, you know, you deal with a company and you're like, who do I call? Who can I talk to? I just want to talk to a human being. That's so, right. you know, within caring support, we're very approachable. We have our clients can able to call myself, uh, you know, whatever that might look like, because we want them to know that, A, yeah, we're very approachable and we really care and we're trying to make a difference ourselves. So, yeah, I love that. So let me ask you something. Yep. Uh, you kind of answered some of my questions there through a lot of stuff. Uh, so let me ask you though, what is the what are the common misconceptions that new caregivers have about home care versus long term care? Sure, and there is there is um, some major misconceptions, and I kind of touched on it, but uh, I'll go into it a little bit further just sure. because this is a major education point for a lot of people. And you know, I felt the same way until I started working for hospice. But like I said, the huge misnomer is people think, okay, you only call hospice when they're like close to dying. Okay. I thought the same thing, so I can raise my hand too. <laughs> Guilty as charged. The, the wonderful thing is, is that, like I say, people, if you have something like congestive heart failure or COPD, um, my father had both. Those are both terminal diseases. There is no cure for CHF or COPD. So if you have any kind of a terminal disease and you are declining in any way, you can call hospice, you can get a free evaluation, costs nothing, Medicare covers it, Med uh, Medicare covers it, Medicaid covers it. Um, there are hospices, the one I worked for, it was a not-for-profit. They even covered people that had nothing, that had no Medicaid, no Medicare, nothing. They even co covered those patients. So you can call hospice, get a free evaluation, and if they take that patient under care, you get free DME equipment, pre-durable medical equipment. So if you need a wheelchair, if you need a shower chair, if you need any kind of equipment, oxygen tanks, anything, they will provide it to you for free, for free. So you don't have to go buy it, which is what a lot of people do. And then the other thing is, is that they will send in um, a CNA, a certified nursing assistant to come in and help the patient maybe one, two, three days a week to help them shower, they can make a bed for them, they can make a meal for them, they can clean, they can do whatever you need. So the caregiver who's taking care of the patient can get a breather for an hour or two and be able to say, oh, okay, I, I don't have to do the shopping right now. I can, She's got the CNA with her so she can take care of this or that or whatever. I mean, there's a million different little nuances to that that can help people tremendously and that's one of the big things that I wanted to be able to educate people on is because 
Long-term, when you've got a patient that's long-term, it's like my father, you know, he started declining massively about six months ago. He was in and out of the hospital. He went in and out of rehab facilities. Um, and my father had nothing. My father, I don't, I guess he thought he'd never die. Okay. <laughs> so he literally did no savings. He had no retirement. He had nothing, literally nothing. So the only benefit that we had, and praise God, he had been a vet. And if you're a vet, you need to tap into your veteran and benefits. It is the most important thing that you can do. If you don't do it because people say, well, it takes so long. Yes, it takes long one time to get set up. But once you get set up, they take care of vision. They take care of uh, they take care of vision. They take care of dental. They take care of everything. My father only served for three years, <laughs> and with wow. after and and he got tremendous care, only serving three years. So you don't have to have been a lifer in the military. But the great thing is, is that there are these benefits that people don't tap into because they don't know that they can, and they definitely need to because they can help them so much, and they and they don't cost anything. You know, right. hospice doesn't cost you anything. Being a vet and contacting the vet, uh, the Veterans Administration doesn't cost you anything. And that can help you tremendously. And long-term care, right. you have you have to look at all of that stuff. So that's a little bit of, of the taste of, of that kind of stuff, but those things can help tremendously in the long-term. So would you say that, that, that home care you think might be better than let's say uh, utilizing long-term care facilities? I would, I would. Now, here's the thing, and this is for the states. I know you guys are in Canada, but here's the, here's the thing for at least down here from what I've seen. Right. And it's probably this way everywhere. For facilities, there's good facilities and there's bad facilities, okay? Um, my father went to, the first facility he went to was bad. He hated it, um, and I agreed with him. I didn't like it either. Um, it, it the food was bad. The the staffing was horrible. I mean, on weekends, there was almost nobody there. He would call for a nurse. Nobody would come. I mean, it was really, really bad. Um, the second one he went to, the one that he actually passed away in, was phenomenal. He loved it. It was great. And I agreed with him. It was it was a beautifully run facility. They always had people there. You know, if he needed something, he knew he could get it. He didn't panic because he would panic. You know, he would be like, I need a nurse. I need a nurse. And he right. would even call me, you know, and say, can you come down here? I, I, you know, so you need to check into the facilities really, really well if they, ha and sometimes you have no choice. Like with my father, my father was a big guy and I really, we, we had no choice to, to get to, to let him go to a facility because my mother and I, my mother was declining a lot at the time too. Right. And between she and I, we couldn't take care of him at home. He required too much attention. And it was it was too hard physically, I mean, literally, because he required too much uh, equipment and everything. Um, so sometimes you have no choice. You have to go to a facility. But if you do, just do your legwork and your homework and right. investigate the facilities so, and yeah, do that. Yeah, that's kind of a good segue into the next question, really, Tracy. Sorry, I didn't cut you in no, there. No, that's okay. Um, but you see, because, you know, you have been and you understand caregiving, but you've been a caregiver yourself for, you know, uh, aging parents, you know, and um, uh, what would you say is your recommendations? You know, maybe those those quick salient points to say bang, 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 uh, that you would recommend to people as they they start to think about what's the next stage with my parents or a loved one in the family, whatever, uh, in preparation for 
sure. in, the, in the latter part of their life, right? Sure. Um, I would I would highly recommend four things. The first would be definitely, definitely get a living will. If you right. do not have a living will, get it. My brother died on a ventilator because my brother was didn't have a living will. Okay. Yeah. Secondly, get get a um, healthcare surrogate because there will come a time when they may not be able to. Third, yeah. third, make sure that if they go to a facility, you do your homework and you check on the facility and that you're there a lot. If they know you're there coming there regularly, they'll take better care of them because right. they know you're going to be there a lot. Right. And then lastly, I would say um, if they do have a terminal illness, even if they're not actively dying, don't panic, but go ahead and call hospice for an evaluation and see if you can either get hospice to come in and help, or if they're a vet, see if you can get some help through the VA. Okay, great. Those are great points. Uh, excellent. So if we switch over to saying, let's say it's a home care experience, mm -hmm. you know, what are the things that would, you know, hopefully guarantee a successful home care experience for both the seniors, you know, our parents and, and the caregivers themselves? See, for sure, I would have. For sure, I would get hospice in there as soon as you can because at home, that at home care that hospice provides is really great. Um, they send a nurse out every week to check on the patient. So if the patient needs a change in medication, if they see a decline in the patient that you aren't seeing, they're medically trained, so they can see those kinds of things. So that really helps having a nurse come in and see them weekly. Mm -hmm. um, that's a really, really good heads up thing for them to do. Um, also, I would um, not only do that, but I would also make sure that if they have any kind of an estate, any kind of financial things, make sure those are getting in order. Get, because when they pass away, you're going to have to deal with all of that. So. I know you you know none of us want to think about somebody dying. <laughs> it's not a pleasant thing. Right. But if you will prepare ahead of time, your life will be so much simpler. Because trust me, when you go through the actual death and everything, you know, you're a mess and thinking rationally is not good. So if you've kind of got a few things lined up to where you can take care of things, then it's better. Um, and then I would also let them know that there are companies out there that can help you so much. There's a company called Papa Pal, and um, it is a phenomenal company. They can they actually pick people up through their insurance, and they'll take them to they'll take them to um, doctor visits, and they'll just wait for them, and they'll pick them up and take them home, and they don't charge them anything. Mm. Um, it all goes through their insurance, and there's all different kinds of companies that can do that and, and can help you with those kinds of things. So when you get to the point to where, okay, I'm having to take them to doctor visits because they can no longer drive themselves, you know, all these different kinds of things that do start happening, that's when you need to start calling me or calling somebody that can give you help you find the resources that you need to make your life easier because otherwise you're going to lose your mind. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Well, and that, that will happen. And this is true of so many things in life where a lot of people didn't really prepare. And then yeah. they're, they're like, it just adds to the stress level and the worry and, and you're concerned that things will fall between the cracks. And then, you know, and you're, uh, you're very often in a really sad state of conditions. That's uh, thank you for sharing, by the way. So I've got really two more questions for you. Okay. Sure. Sure. So as you know, uh, you've seen our platform caring support and, you know, 
similar to what you do as a caregiving thing and help people with their journey and, and be able to help them prepare and make the school much smoother and be that, that, that lending hand and ear that would really listen to people to understand rather than just, you know, listen to say, oh, let me sell you this or whatever. So, you know, if I use that as an analogy, with what you're doing caring support was all about streamlining and shortening the hiring process in healthcare healthcare yep. only and yep. you know you know i've been the calls now with a lot of huge hospitals and whatever and they're going oh my god this works amazing this is really cool um this is very exciting and all these things sure they take some time because because so many people in healthcare right now all they're doing is running around from fire to fire but from from your point of view what what did you like about caring support when i showed it to you <laughs> Well, I liked it, uh, multiple things about it because, like I say, I was an entrepreneur before I actually was a recruiter, which I then shared with you. And yeah. as a former recruiter, looking at, at it from the hiring perspective, I think it's phenomenal. I think I think the idea that you guys have the video, you know, that introduces people, I think that's great, um, especially nowadays. Visual people are visual. Um, so I think the video thing and a video introduction, I think is awesome. I think it's great the way that you make it a very easy process as far as the hiring process. I mean, you can kind of look through quickly, you know, rather than having to the old, <laughs> the old school, which is what I did, which was having to look at a gazillion resumes and, you know, look at, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's old school, it's antiquity, you know, it's, it's, it's very, very laborious intensive and you've made that not laborious intensive which i think is phenomenal i think that's great i mean like, like i say as, as a recruiter i would have loved that i mean i would have been like oh this is a, this is like an answer to prayer because it, it is i mean it definitely is a huge ad advantage um in w ways to make you be able to hire and and do that kind of thing yeah. well we've had thank you for saying that we've had a lot of people um compliment and then sometimes we'll get other people that might see it sort of almost coincidentally or whatever and our social is huge right we're on so many platforms even doing TikToks, and you know well people will see stuff and they'll reach out to me and others on the team and say hey you know any way you could do this for construction or do this for retail I was say, hey, or yep. you know like reskin it for this and that. and those things are potentially uh down the road but honestly our focus is healthcare. how do we help something that is probably more than any other industry desperately need of help uh, and we all know why it was a problem before the pandemic and the yeah. pandemic only made it worse. OK, last question for you. I know when we talked and we had a really great uh, first initial meeting there, you had a lot of exciting new things coming up. Yeah. And, you know, it involved TV and everything. And I was like, what? You know, this is really great, right? So I'm wondering, I don't know what you're at liberty to share. Uh, and that's your decision, of course. But maybe you could tell us a little bit about some of these upcoming projects that you have on the go that people should know and, and, and be able to reach out to you. Sure. Um, I have um, two or three really big things that are going on. Um, CNBC has uh, reached out to me. They actually, um, the producer actually reached out to me again two weeks ago. And um, they are going to be coming down and um, shooting um, a professional um production about not only me but about the company um and uh it is going to air on history channel discovery channel and i forget the other one one more um for uh 12 months they're gonna run it 100 times over 12 months oh. and um and then once they're and it's going to be professionally screenwritten and it's going to be done by a professional tv crew and once they do that um then once it runs the 12 months then it's going to be mine 
so then I can do with it what I want with it. So that's going to be really that's a really exciting news. Um, I also am getting ready to partner with my former hospice. Um, they are actually um, an umbrella. They have an umbrella company now. They actually own five hospices now here in Florida, um, and they're getting into home health as well. They are the largest not-for-profit hospice now in the country. And I'm getting ready to partner with them to where they will be sending all of they will be offering our service as a free service to all of their patients. Um, and they are going to get us into all of the hospital networks down here. They are connected to all of the hospitals, Advent, Baycare, HCA, uh, Moffitt. Every, they're connected to all of the hospitals down here, and those are you know, obviously nationwide uh, hospitals hospitals uh, as well. So, and we're gonna do the same thing with the hospitals. We are going to be partnering with the hospitals so that the hospitals offer our service as a free service to all the hospital patients. And then we're, we'll be a partner with the hospitals. So um, that's gonna bring in a lot, a lot, a lot of <laughs> really good things, a lot of really good, exciting things. And we will be partnered with all of that. Um, we are tentatively in talks about um, doing a weekly TV show as well uh, down here. A um, produ TV producer is building a huge um, production studio down here about 30 minutes from where I live. And um, he's wanting to have a weekly TV show where each week um, one of our companies comes in and they are as a guest and they would tell a live audience of um, 7,000 caregivers uh, and, a war, and it would be a nationwide TV show uh, wow. and they would be able to tell about their company and what they do and how they can help caregivers nationwide. And so, um, yeah, so we've got some really big phenomenal things kind of in the works. Um, you know, a lot of these things, you know, they're, they're, they're large pieces, so they kind of take time to get everything moving in the right direction. But I've got meetings coming up in the next couple of weeks with a lot of these folks. So uh, we're we're doing exciting things and yeah, that's you know, awesome. I'm just I'm I'm excited to be able to help people. And that's yeah, that's my passion. And, and you know what? The thing is too, Tracy, you, you deserve it. You're a really amazing human being. Uh, you are doing something that is is truly needed, desperately needed um, and and doing it in such an amazing way. And so here uh, you're attracting all these people like you're going to become quite the Hollywood celebrity, aren't you? Right. <laughs> so, I don't know. We'll see. Well, we'll yeah. see. I well, what, you know, Laura and I are going to be reaching out soon and asking for an autograph. That's okay. Well, well, uh, you'll, if, the, if the TV show happens, we'll be bringing you down to Florida, and you can come down to Florida and 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 put caring support on TV, and we'll we'll do that. <laughs> absolutely yes. Uh, so yeah, we're going to talk more about that because, as you know, as we're working in Canada and starting to see tremendous success after success with people getting hired faster than they ever have. We have healthcare organizations here hiring people in, in days, sometimes hours. And normally it was five, six or more week process. Yeah. Well, so, you know, that's a massive difference, right? Oh, yeah. Cute. And through a variety of ways, mm -hmm. um, you know, how much it cuts down on costs. This is including the hours spent, the money and whatever on recruitment needs. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I, I want to thank you uh, for just you being the awesome person you are and joining us on this uh podcast today and I'm going to hand it back to Laura who uh, close things out. Thanks Tracy. Thank you James. Thank you so much Tracy and congratulations on your company, your success and obviously your projects. Thanks. I 
loved every project you mentioned. I really think you're going to be way more successful and something great, even greater, is going to come out of this. So thank you for your time, your knowledge, and for being part of the care and support community. Thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. And you guys are doing a great job. I love what you guys do as well. So I look forward to working with you guys for years to come.